0: Good evening and welcome to this edition of the Cosmic Convergence show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. Trying to change up the title there for tonight. And tonight's topic, we actually got a couple. The first one is of my choice and the second topic is of Big Tim's. That's right. The first topic tonight is the season finale of the WandaVision show, which is leading up to... Falcon and Winter Soldier, and of course, everybody's weighted anticipation movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And Big Tim's topic is...
1: Pokemon. All the new games that were announced over the last week. And what to expect. And I'll be probably hurling insults at the creators of Pokemon for the horrific graphics that are... The remakes of Pokemon Pearl, so stay tuned for that.
0: All right, so little bit of a, you know, disclaimer here. If you have not seen the season finale of Wandavision, please do so before you listen to this because there will be spoilers, and we all know yes. how spoilers are. So first and foremost, have you seen it?
1: Yes, I have.
0: Okay, so my first. Let's, let am going to go ahead and just read off what the plot was. Uh, so it's, of course, Agatha Harkness attempts to take Wanda Maximoff's Chaos Magic, but is interrupted by The Vision, which distresses Wanda. The Vision reveals SWORD director Tyler Hayward orders to eliminate her and attempts to kill her, but is foiled by Wanda's fictional Vision, who joins the family in a fight against Agatha. Two visions take their fight across Westview while Agatha breaks the residents out of their character state. Angry, they turn on Wanda, who begins to open the barrier to allow them to escape, although Hayward sneaks inside with multiple sword personnel. So, first off, let me break it down there a little bit. Uh, so, we saw in this episode the white vision, which is essentially vision without. The personality without memories, and he's just essentially a machine set to do one goal and take orders. Um, And his order was to take out uh, Wanda, uh, and not out on a date. Um, The second part of the plot here was during all that fight, Monica Rambeau is captured by Pietro Maximoff. If you can't tell, I am uh, air quoting there. Uh, but apparently it was a fake Pietro because he was uh, controlled by Agatha using a magical necklace when he revealed his true identity as actor Ralph Boner. Uh, Wanda's control over the barriers begins to decrease during this time. Her vision, the fake, or her vision, which is the one that we grew accustomed to the show, and her sons Tommy and Billy begin to disintegrate, forcing Wanda to close the barrier before overpowering Agatha, with visions of Salem witch trials. Agatha gains control of Wanda's illusion and forces Wanda to give up her magic. Using her newly developed powers, Monica saves Billy and Tommy from Hayward, who is detained by Darcy Lewis. Um, and it goes on to where. Wanda's vision defeats his vision by the other vision by restoring his memories and the later latter flees Westview because he's overwhelmed with all the memories and doesn't know what to do. As Wanda begins to transfer the magic, she creates magical runes around the barrier to strip Agatha of her powers and trap her permanently inside Westview as Agnes, becoming the Scarlet Witch in the process. The family returns home as Wanda collapses the barrier, tucking her sons into bed and bidding farewell to Vision, who reassures her that somehow they will see each other again one day, since they have said goodbye before. As he fades away along with their house, after making peace with Monica, Wanda goes into hiding. Um, Did you, by chance, see the mid-credit scenes?
1: I saw some of them. I'm there's one in particular I'm interested in talking about, but let's lead the conversation where you want it to go,
0: okay? So, just a little bit about the uh, two there were two mid credit scenes in this episode. Um, the first one was when Hayward is arrested for tampering with evidence, and Monica is informed by a scroll disguised as an FBI agent that a friend of her mother, Maria, wants to meet her, and then in another what they what they're calling the post credit scene um, it shows uh, Wanda in a cabin studying the dark hold in an astral form and Wanda suddenly hears her sons um, so first and foremost what i'd like to say is uh because of other people and the rumor mills went around before this episode aired um i got i don't want to, it was a good episode but i was slightly disappointed with what happened because everybody thought certain things were to unfold and they didn't um of course i like i, said, I thought it was a good episode and It'll be interesting to see what happens next. Um, at the end of the episode, when she was leaving Westview, I automatically thought she was off to see Doctor Strange, but I was wrong. Um, and then when I saw the post-credit scene with the cabin, I thought and someone pointed this out, I thought it was the cabin from the first Incredible Hulk movie, not with the Bruce Banner that we know now, but with the other one. Thought it was the same cabin, but it wasn't. It The person who I know who is deep into Marvel Comics informed me that the cabin that she was in was on the mountain where she was born. So, what were your thoughts?
1: Well, my my thoughts were pertaining more to the mid-credits scene with Monica Rambeau. Mm-hmm. I, that was obvious to me, and probably to a lot of people who watched, that that was directly setting up some storyline for Captain Marvel 2.
0: Exactly. Go I, ahead.
1: Um, I would say that the person that Monica is going to be meeting with is either Talos or Talos or however you pronounce it, or Nick Talos. Fury. One of the two.
0: Or, it's more than likely my, Nick Fury.
1: Yeah, my money's on it being Nick Fury that she's going to meet with.
0: Um, now, a little tidbit that scroll that went to get her, that was Talos' daughter.
1: That's what I thought.
0: Yeah, that was his daughter. Um, <clears throat> and it's good to see. Uh, Hayward brought the justice side. throughout the series. It was interesting because at first we thought, "Oh, he's he's a good guy. He's gonna help." No, it turned out he was one of the main antagonists.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. he was.
0: You're right. Yeah. Um, of course, I loved Agatha because it was Agatha all along. Um and in the comic books agatha well in the in the, the series she's portrayed as the main antagonist um but from what i understand though is agatha also was a mentor of wanda so that yes. one, um changed down the line here um and then of course that post credit scene with the cabin that I think is setting up for the Doctor Strange movie.
1: And, and it makes perfect sense for that to be setting up for the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. In that the way she was in her whatever that form is called, a variant
0: It's called the astral plane or astral yeah. form.
1: and her yeah. There's only there's one person who i can think of who's also been seen in the astral form and that's dr strange himself exactly she's um, pro- wanda is proclaimed to be stronger than the sorcerer uh, supreme i think yes, the name
0: was that is correct which is dr strange
1: exactly so i don't think Wanda's is going to be working with dr strange in the multiverse of madness i think Wanda's going to be one of the villains
0: uh, I don't think so. I I, I think...
1: Or they're going to be... Okay, think a la Captain America Civil War. Not like no, a full-fledged I villain.
0: I don't see it going down that route. Marvel would not go down the route of having a second like Civil War. I think there are they will work together because I think the main villain in that movie is going to be Mephisto or Nightmare. Um... Because that just fits in well with that world. I, st- I seriously think, though, they are still setting up for um, the multiverse. Here's yes. something else, too. We still don't know who the person was from the Witness Protection Program. Right. Um, and then I think Jimmy Woo, the FBI agent... There was something that he is become, He's going to be in charge of soon. And I think they're planning on something that down the line, too. Um, but there's a lot going into I still have some questions left unanswered. Like, um, obviously, what's going to happen with the light vision? Because now that he has his memories back, does that make... I don't think that makes him vision again. But it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen there. Right, um, and of course, her children calling out to her—you know that they're still somewhat real. And I think it's because they're in the multiverse of the mad, the mad multiverse of mm-hmm. madness. Um, and I still think what I what I think happened with this, even though they had the fake Pietro, I think that's kind of setting up him the actor evan P- peter evans or however you pronounce his name to come in as quicksilver and i think this was just their way of testing that possibility um i'm still upset though that they didn't introduce Mephisto or nightmare at the end of this but it's just the route that they took now, next week we have the making of WandaVision episode, and that's, probably, that's supposed to be like the 10th episode. Um, so we'll get to see some behind-the-scenes looks into that, so I'm looking forward to watching that. And then the week after is the start of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, right. as, as we discussed that in a prior podcast episode, um, the plot point the plot of that I'm really looking forward to see what happens there. Um, and I think it's going to be about I don't know if I'm I feel like it's going to be about the same amount of episodes as WandaVision. Um Now all these all these like WandaVision, Falcon and War Soldier, Loki, I think these are supposed to be like and this this really didn't feel like a standalone series. It felt like more of a filler, and it's leading up to these other like big movies. Like, we have the Doctor Strange movie, the Captain Marvel movie. Um, Loki, I think, is going to lead up into the next Thor movie. Um,
1: which is Thor Love Falcon and
0: Thunder, and yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't think they plan on doing another Captain America movie. So that I doubt one, it. I don't know. Yeah, so that one might be a standalone series, but that could also be, um, the Falcon or Soldier could be just finishing up the Captain America character and whatnot. Um,
1: well, I, f- I read somewhere that Darcy's supposed to be in Thor Love and Thunder. Did you hear about that?
0: I did not, but that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And then I guess Um, Jimmy's supposed to be in uh, the next Ant-Man movie.
0: Well, yeah, because Jimmy's originally from Ant-Man. Right. So, um, the future of the MCU is definitely shaping up to be a good set. Um, I mean, I, I don't think I have anything else to discuss about the episode. Uh,
1: how do you feel about... Anytime. Okay, how do you feel about moving on from the the Stone Saga to what looks like is going to be all about Darkhold and that stuff?
0: It's going to be interesting. Um... I think what this next saga is going to be called. I think it's going to be called the Multiverse Saga. Um, so I'm just looking some stuff up here, I like I'm looking at my notes. Um, the Darkhold also knows the Book of Sin is a fictional book. Um, the Darkhold was appeared in Marvel Cinematic Universe television series Agent of Sealed, Shield Runaways, and WandaVision. So yeah, um. It's going to be interesting. I th- I seriously think the next big bad guy is it's going to be Galactus. Think so? I think so. Uh-oh. You're fired. You're going to have to cut that out.
1: Oh, that won't be too difficult.
0: Um. So, yeah. I mean, that's all I have on the episode. Do you have any final thoughts?
1: Not on Wandavision. Um, I I will come out and say it is. First of all, Happy International Women's Day to everybody who's listening. My fave one of my favorite Marvel movies, actually was Captain Marvel with Brie Larson. I I got fully behind that that particular storyline. A uh, right amount of action, right amount of basically everything.
0: It was a good. I, I enjoyed it. Um... My favorite so far. <clears throat> Excuse me.
1: It's my favorite standalone movie, as in, it was about this particular character, like the Thor, the Iron Man, Spider Man. It was my yeah. favorite of the standalone ones.
0: Um, call me. Call I don't know. Call me generic or whatnot, but um, in in honor of international women's day, my favorite female superhero is, is Natasha uh, from right now, from what I've seen. Um, I like, like I like captain Marvel, but Natasha just, uh, I feel like she's done, does a lot more for Marvel than what captain America has or captain Marvel has done. At least in the, in the movies, obviously we've, oh, Obviously, in the comic books, it's it's different. So
1: Right. And like I was about to say, we've seen a lot more of Romanoff and Black Widow than we have of Brie Larson mm-hmm. and Black Widow. Not Black Widow. Wow. Okay. Captain Marvel. Holy Captain Marvel. cow. Wow. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. But, seriously.
0: Uh, we do have the Black Widow movie to look forward to here, I think, in the next month.
1: Isn't it? In, I thought it was coming out in May. Sometime. That's what I heard. It might be. Well, since we're talking, we're still on the subject, let's find out. Black Widow release date is going to be May 7th. Okay. So I was correct. May 7th, 2021. So we have that to look forward to, and then we have other things Marvel leading up to it. As we've already Mm -hmm. mentioned, between this episode and the previous episode. And now, are we ready to move on to my subject for tonight?
0: I believe so, sir.
1: All right. Well, first things first. Pokemon had the Pokemon Direct a couple weeks ago. And they announced remakes of Pokemon Pearl and Diamond. Generation Four, Jubilife City, one of my favorite cities in all of the in all of the Pokemon games. But as excited as I am about Pokemon Pearl getting remade for the Switch, what in the world did they do to the graphics of the game? If you haven't seen the graphics of the game, go check them out. Because it looks like it it was made by a two-year-old. I mean, quite literally, it looks like it was made by a two-year-old. I, with no graphics experience whatsoever, could have made better graphics with my backside than what these guys did with their creation, at least in the first promotional video that I saw
0: yeah i did see, i did see a um i did see the uh some graphics of it and i like ooh so it was not i i did not like the graphics of it so i'm hoping hoping they fix it but so um, yeah,
1: i'm looking f i am looking forward to reliving pearl again that was generation four so the Sinnoh region uh, Piplup, Chimchar, Turtwig were the starters for that one. You'll get mm-hmm. to encounter Palkia or Dialga. I want the, uh, okay. One thing I'm wondering is whether Pearl and Diamond are going to be connected in some way to Sword and Shield. I'm guessing the answer is going to be yes. I don't know how, though. Well, let's take a look here
0: real quick. the verge oh wow yeah those that graphics there is horrible
1: yeah like the graphics for I'm looking at sorry go ahead
0: of course not only did they release oh I think we did discuss it too about Pokemon legends as well
1: that's where I was going yeah so, well, we, um, we did discuss it last time, but the graphics for that look a lot better than what they have for Pearl and Diamond. Well, just to be clear, the official name of the
0: games are called Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Right. So, we do have the official names of the game. Diamond and Pearl launched in 2006 for the DS. Game introduced in our region, homes to the Pokémon such as Bidoof, Luxio, Driftloon, and Arceus. Uh, the updated versions have cute, chip-lifted look through both our faithful remakes of the originals. A trailer released alongside the news today teases some fam- familiar locations and faces in the Switch version, as well as some quality-of-life upgrades. Pokémon Home developer—I don't know how to pronounce it is working on both games alongside longtime Game Freak director. So be, so that, to me, I feel like that's how I think they're going to connect the games um, is through Pokemon Home.
1: That makes sense.
0: And I think eventually what's going to happen is all of the games, once they get to sw- to the switch. So if they're remaking Diamond and Pearl, I'm pretty sure they're going to probably remake all the Gen 1 games. That'll be interesting to see. Which then, are all going to get connected to Pokemon Home, which will then allow you to transfer each generation of Pokemon between each game.
1: Well, technically, they already remade Gen 1 with uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee when you think about it.
0: Yeah, but I want it to be like pokemon like i think they've actually kind of made remade gen 1 gen 1 games remade them before because um pokemon fire red mm-hmm. is pokemon red right um, pokemon leaf green is pokemon green and i don't think they remade Pokemon, remade Pokemon Blue or Pokemon remade Pokemon Yellow.
1: No, they did not. Like
0: how they did Fire Red and Leaf Green because they're the, Leaf Fire Red and Leaf Green are pretty much like the same game. I don't know. I don't remember how much difference there was between the two because I had both. So, right. Um, lost Leaf Green. I don't know where it went to. Um but I have Fire Red somewhere and I have a, like a level 100 Charizard on it that I would love to transfer to another game but it won't work like that. Um well I could transfer it to to one game or the other but Pokémon Yes, but not like Switch.